Welcome to another shitty podcast, episode 42 of the Quarantine Edition. I am Trent Bruce. Nick Grace is hopping on here shortly. We go live every Thursday at 12 p.m. California time here on Instagram. Let's get Nick Grace on here, baby. Who the fuck you think you're fucking with? I'm the fucking boss. Sim 45, white on white, that's fucking Ross. I cut them wide, I cut them long, I cut them fat. I keep them coming back. We keep them coming back. I'm in the distribution. I'm like Atlantic. I got the motherfuckers flying across the Atlantic. I know Pablo, Pablo, Noriega, the real Noriega. He owe me a hundred favors. I ain't petty, nigga. We buy the whole thing. See, most of my niggas really still deal cocaine. My roof back, roof back. My money ride. I'm on the pedal. Show you what I'm running like. When they snatch black, I cry for a hundred nights. He got a hundred bodies serving a hundred lights. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Hey. Hey. There we go. How are you, Trevor? Hey, um. What is Mark saying? Oh. Mark Richard is claiming that he beat me onto the show so he gets to talk about Michael Jordan and Space Jam. And he I mean, gets to be the new host. It's the best documentary ever made, it's Space Jam. certainly is. It's a tale... I don't know it's, what else we have to talk about. Space Jam... It's actual live portrayed through a Looney Tunes feature film. <laughs> as they say about Space Jam, it's a tale as old as time. That's that's the thing. That's the the scene from the movie Space Jam. Mm-hmm. Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> that Christopher Walken clip. Oh uh, my gosh! Episode forty-two, in, Trent Bruce. Episode yeah, forty-two of the quarantine. Already talking about Space Jam. Welcome to yep. another shitty podcast. How are you this morning? I am doing good, man. Uh, I am doing well. Is how you should say it, right? We we were talking before this. We're we're a tad bit late. Uh, I think today's going to be an interesting podcast. We got a lot of hard hitting subjects. Um, also, we got a lot of uh, soft hitting you know, subjects. So- <laughs> why does that Why does that phrase make me uncomfortable? Why does hard hitting subjects sound okay, but as soon as you say soft hitting subjects, now it sounds sexual for some reason? It does. It does. Um, well, here's another it, shitty it podcast. Always that, it always goes that way. Here's another shitty podcast. We're not afraid to get sensual shitty. or shitty. shitty. What's up, Adam? Uh, dude, how are you doing? How's the uh, speaking of? How's the new digs? The new, digs new are spot. The digs are good. This is the backdrop of my new digs. There's a mirror here. As you can see, and I'm not going to pan over the other direction because there are still some boxes. We're still moving in, but life is good up up in the uh, life's good up in the valley. I highly recommend it. I'm not going to lie, Nick Grace. Uh, it was really really a good time checking out your new spot the other day. Uh, and I'm what's up, Noe? We have got a lot of folks on today. Uh, I'm very jealous of your spot. Very jealous. Damn right. Just one more thing you're jealous of me for. <laughs> That and uh, your normal to small size head. 
It's, 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 I, we need we need to re, we know what we should do, Nick. We hmm. should recreate that picture that we took years ago. We should do it once a year where we uh, trade hats. I'd be I'd be down for that. Where were we? We were at like Norms or something. Yeah, we were at a diner or something. Mark Sipka yeah, took that Norms. photo. Mark Sipka took that photo. Epic photo. My hat looks like. On you, it looks like the hat that um, Aladdin wears in uh, the movie Aladdin. It's, it's, like, and, it's like a yarmulke. <laughs> and, it's, um, barely, it's barely on my head. Your hat that I'm wearing, you can't even see my eyes. It's, it goes over <laughs> down halfway down my face. It's like a cloak or like an umbrella. Yeah, it's closer to an umbrella. Mr. Trent Bruce, what do you say? We get into what's going on in our weeks. As it's raining outside, if you guys are in LA, it is raining outside right now. So let's get into what's up with our weeks. What's What's up with with your your week? week? What's What's up up with your week? week? What's What's up up with with your your week? What's going on? On with your week. That's oh, the man. song. <laughs> that is the song. We've done better versions. Mr. Trent Bruce. I still think we need we need to lay down. We have so many talented musician friends. We need to lay down a legitimate we should get like a choir in there too. Like a legitimate what's up with your week jingle. We should definitely do that. Or it should be like we should have all different versions. I'm just riffing right now, but like we should definitely have a funk version. With a, like a funky baseline, then we should we then we should go uh, like southern gospel with it and get like a big church choir. We we can talk about this later. Well, if anybody wants to do that for us for free, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> Trent Bruce, what's going on in your week? Handful of stuff. Uh, still have a couple things on the burner, work wise. There's one position. That they've they've been good at contacting me, but they haven't told me a solid yes or no yet. And it's like they just keep saying, "I'll get back to you soon." Uh, need to circle back with my team, like that those kinds of uh, lingo. And it's like, well, it's not a no, so that's a good thing. But also, I'm like, dude, it's been it's been a few weeks now. So one spot told me no. That's fine. <clears throat> moving on but this other spot so i'm like man just pick up the phone and call me give me the job or send the thanks but no thanks email you know um i think that's the worst part of the uh similar similar to like dating right when you first start dating someone is that waiting that weird process of like what are we mm-hmm. right with the jobs search thing of like am i gonna work for you am i hired do you like me we've had three interviews yeah. You're laughing at my jokes. Uh, but then I get a blanket email saying, yeah, we went with someone else. I was like, I talked for you in, you know, for over an hour and a half on a yeah. Zoom during a global pandemic. The breakups, And all you give me is a, a shitty email? The breakups, very similar to the not getting the job, is surprisingly impersonal after so much personality. The thing is, the, the way that they differ is one thing gives you money. The other thing takes away your money. Mm. Hmm. Con- Confucius once said that. 
yeah yeah <laughs> i'm not up to speed that was my brain's not working yeah Con- are, you ca- are you caffeinated this morning i am i am okay um what else uh met up with some of the guys last night to watch uh some wednesday night wrestling what's up jose um at shane at, at, at the garage uh it was good man it was uh Adam, I'll talk to you after the show, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for thinking of us. I'll, I'll hit you up. Um, so it was fun, like see people, um, you know, watch wrestling. Who does you know who doesn't love watching professional wrestling? And uh, that was great. That was last night. I don't. Hey, you like the Royal Rumble? My girlfriend Steph, her sister got a puppy. Oh my gosh, it is very cute. It's a Australian Shepherd Poodle mix, so it's a Aussie Poo. Her name's Gemma. She's very, very sweet. She's only nine weeks old. She's about this big, but she's supposed to be about forty to fifty pounds. And so they're crate training her and and uh, potty training her still. Um, it's a lot of work, man. That's like a full time job taking care of the a brand new puppy. But very cute. Excited for them. Um, did you grow up with uh, a lot of dogs or pets, Nick? Yep. We had, we had rabbit dogs growing up. And then I had one of my own when I lived in New Mexico. I had a, I had a part border collie, part lab, we think. He was a stray, but I took him in. So yeah, we've, I've been around dogs. This is the longest period of time I have not had a dog by far since Uh I've lived in Los Angeles. Nice. Yeah. It's new for me. My folks didn't have, uh, we didn't have pets growing up. All my friends had dogs uh my best childhood friend growing up ian had a boxer named buddy he was the cutest um and then he ended up also adopting a great dane which um he had as an inside dog i'm like dude this is a great dane this thing should mostly be outside (laughs) they ended up uh when they moved they ended up selling the great dane to someone who lived out in the farm so she would have more room to run around that's a big dog, Great Dane. Are you sure that's what happened, or did the Great Dane die and they said that they moved it to the farm out in the country? Because that is the <laughs> that are you, are you are you sure you were a child? Yeah, you were a child. No, I, I was like in high school. All right. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it could have happened, but she was only like two or three years old. Hey, dude. She wasn't old. Dogs die sometimes, even <laughs> even early. Even early on. It's well documented, though. Why would they lie to me? It's not even my dog. Why would Because they they're to trying me? to protect your poor little innocent heart, Trent Bruce. It's well documented, and I think friend, friends and, and fans of the show know that Trent Bruce is very anti-dog. He oh, hate, my God. He hates God. dogs. God. Can't stand them. Okay. Look, he, he's, he's not even going to deny it. He'll just sit there. This is this is simply not true. This is a joke that has um, haunted me for years now. And uh, yeah, I didn't grow up with pets. God, great, Nick. Now I'm gonna have to do some uh, legwork there. Thank you, buddy. Well, I'm. I, people need to know the truth about about you, Trent Bruce. It's not the truth. Oh my God, man. Oh, what's up, Mac? Nick's uh, Nick's making me uh, sleep on the couch, so there you go. 
God. The dude. dog will sleep in the bed. <laughs> I didn't grow up with dogs. That's all it is. I didn't grow up with dogs. Hmm. I've never raised a dog. Hmm. I like dogs just fine. Oh, my God. I don't know. There's not much evidence. There's not much oh. evidence. Great. Awesome. This is going to be a great rest of the show, guys. Safe to say. Now I have this over my fucking head the rest of the show. Safe to say Trent Bruce is most likely a cat person if he's an animal person at all. Oh, my. He might not even like animals. Oh, my God. Oh. I just blew the audio out of that, so have fun with that, Nicholas. Poor Gemma. Um, I hate... I hate... I uh, definitely don't like cats... Uh, we were not a cat family by any means because my mom is deathly allergic to cats. Um, literally, like her throat would close up, she can't breathe. Uh, then later on, and when I went to college, Mallory adopted a dog, so we were gonna have a family dog. Adopted the dog, found out that my mom's deathly allergic to all pet dander, so had to give the dog back, which was unfortunate. Um, so there you go, folks. The more you know. Do not hate dogs. Jesus. Lord. <sighs> Everyone's like, what? Is, people that don't know all this is like, what is going on here? Just seeing me uh, having having a meltdown on our own podcast. I hate you, Nick Grace. <laughs> but not as much as you hate dogs. What else you got going oh on this God. week? <laughs> okay. Uh, cool. Um, what else? I'm uh, still watching Brian Cranston's show, Your Honor, on Showtime. Uh, Steph and I are going through that. That show is uh, awesome. Brian Cranston is the fucking man. Uh, yeah, it's like a uh, ten-hour movie. I love shows like that. Uh, also. You know, of course, I had to tune into Young Rock, Dwayne Johnson's sitcom, and dude, it's actually pretty okay. It's not garbage. It's it has me laughing. Um, obviously, I'm a fan, so I'm gonna watch it. But it's doing the sit the family sitcom thing pretty good. <laughs> and so that's what's going on with my week. I'm gonna let Nick Grace talk for 20 minutes now. All right, what's going on in my week? God damn it, dude. <laughs> my um. My my brother and sister-in-law are about to have their third child, so any day now, little baby Matthew could be born. He was scheduled to be born on Monday, um, and Monday has came and gone, so I think they're looking to induce labor at some point, so some point I'm going to be a thrice uncle, and I'm really excited about that, to welcome him into the world, and then I'll be going to Texas, and I'm really excited about that as well. Last week... You and I watched The Last Dance. You came up to Lake Balboa, up to the valley. We watched The Last Dance on your DVD set. All of the special features, which are four hours of special features that only people with the DVD set get. (laughs) Blu-ray. 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 Which, I believe, shout out to your mom, because she got that for Christmas, right? It was a Christmas gift, yeah. Boom. It's awesome, dude. And uh, watching that on a projector... We'll, we'll get a better sound set up next time, but watching on a projector, like on a big screen at your place was great. Yeah. Um, I think everything on a projector is great, man. It is. That's, that's the be, move. It would be cool. It was, it was freezing. It was, in my opinion, it was very cold. 
No, it was very cold. It was like 50 degrees. Yeah. So in, in the summer when it warms up, it'll be a lot better. But we got to smoke some Stogues. <clears throat> it was the first time I smoked a Stogie in like three weeks. So I smoked two. Just chain smoking oh. cigars. <laughs> it's a lot. But I, get, I get like a... My head gets heavy with that. Get all loopy? Yeah. But it was good. It was good to hang out with you. It was the first time I'd hung out with you in quite a while. For Like, actually hung out with you. I'd seen you when we come to talk about business and hats and stuff. And But it's, you know, there's only so much time we got. So it was it was good. It was good for the soul. Yeah, so, man. Yeah. And it sounds like you kind of enjoyed being up here. Thinking about even moving, apparently. Definitely, well. <laughs> definitely going to move up here because of all the space that you can have for a dog that you don't have in the city. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. What's up, Jeff? Um, um, I just love that it was a neighborhood, dude. I mean, that's that's basically it. I I love that you had a yard. I mean, you have a pool that's going to be clutch in the summertime, but um, that you have space and it's quiet at night or somewhat quiet for sure, for sure. Um, and you can find parking. You went from the exact opposite area of where you were living before, like in the heart of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the craziest places in the city. Yeah, to like a quite like actual like family neighborhood. Yeah, so that's it's great. A, it's a suburb, but it's not. It's the classic suburb, like that kind of we grew up with. That didn't. It's not gated. It's a real neighborhood, real neighbors, real personalities. It's pretty cool. Tomorrow, I'm going snowboarding, going up to Big Bear. For people in Los that's Angeles right. right now, they know that it's been raining and hailing. Fucking nonstop the last two days. I guess we'll get into that in the weather report. But what that means is that in Big Bear, about two hours away in the mountains, it's snowing and it's snowing a lot. So mm-hmm. there's, I think last they checked, there's 10 to 12 inches on the uh, of fresh snow on the ground. So tomorrow, waking up early, leaving at 5 a.m. with Zenobia, Damn. and we're gonna go snowboard. And shout out to her because she just purchased her first snowboard. And it looks pretty tight. It's got Led Zeppelin stuff on it, which is really cool. What? I'm excited. Love snowboarding. This will be number three? Four? Four? I thought it's number four. Three, four? I think it's number four. I got to get to ten. You've been doing it a lot. So I'm excited. I bought an Orkeza jewelry necklace yesterday, which I'm super excited. Gold chain. Inspired nice. by Michael Jordan's 1985 dunk contest, where he's wearing all them gold chains. I was like, I need Wait, one. Wait, for real? Yeah. I was like, I need one of those. Oh, you got to send me the link. That's dope. So I asked Jeej what was the closest to that, and she 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 hooked it up. So get that in a little bit, which is oh. great, because I'm sending her a hat today. Um, nice. And then also, Jan, friend of the pod, friend of the pod, friend of the show, friend in real life, Jan Lashley. His Family Style Fest is back this month going on at SoFi Stadium. Um, The vendors will be black-owned businesses, so black-owned foods and um, merchandise, yada, yada, yada. The movies that they're showing are going to be North Hollywood, and then immediately following will be Jurassic Park, because nothing says dinosaurs like skateboarding, and nothing (laughs) says skateboarding like dinosaurs. I even asked Jan, I was like, what's the connection there? And he said that there is no connection. It was, you have to fight for, or not fight for, ask to see which movies you can even get rights to to play. 
and Got Jurassic it. Park was just one of the bigger ones that they could actually get the rights to play. They had no problem That's getting a classic. Yeah, they had no problem getting rights to to North Hollywood. He doesn't sound too confident it's going to be good, which I really hope it is because I, I it looks like it could be fun. But it sounds like the reviews aren't aren't so hot. So we'll see. I'm excited oh. about that. And the biggest takeaway from that is that I'm no longer inviting Trent Bruce or Joel or Brandon to ever go to an event like this ever again because two straight times I gave them the friends and family password two days ahead of time and then two straight times Oh my god. They squander the opportunity and then the day it opens for everybody else they're like, "What? It's all sold out. I don't get it. What happened?" And I'm just like, <laughs> "Man, I gave you the opportunity. So you guys are not dead to me, but in that in that world, you're dead to me. No more favors." Man, I'm I'm getting I am getting roasted from every angle right this morning, this afternoon. What's up, Austin? Uh, um, somebody else who's dead to wow. me right now. Somebody else who's dead to me right now is John Engel because he's going to Hawaii next week and just like, what the fuck? Why wasn't I invited? I've been talking about trying to go to Hawaii for so long. Ugh. 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 Good for John. Yeah, he's gonna go to Maui, I think, just to, I think, some sort of networking thing, but mostly to just relax and be in the water. So. Super jealous of that. And then Brandon Erickson Damn. is back in town. He was back home for a good while, maybe even three weeks, but he's back in three town. Weeks, yeah. Getting coffee with him later. Super excited. It's a rainy day. Who doesn't like rainy coffee days? And that's what's up with my week. Trent Roos, there's some fucking weather happening outside, so I'm going to send it outside to Mr. Trent Roos with this week's weather report. Oh, hey, Nick. Uh, this is Trent out in the field. I know you're in the studio. Sorry, there's a little bit of delay there because I'm out in the elements right now. It's crazy out here. I mean, what what the hell? You know what I'm saying? What the hell? Um, it is it is pretty funny, man. You know, seeing, seeing it rain out here, people freak out. They act like it's, you know, the apocalypse. It's like, you know, sometimes when it rains, that's when you got to go do all your errands because no one's driving and the streets are clear. So... You know, for people that know how to drive in just a sprinkle's worth of rain, which is not bad at all, you know, go do that. But the, the hail is one thing. You know, no one likes hail. It's crazy. Um, it's pretty chilly out, too. Um, yeah, what the hail? <laughs> my, my, my Missouri accent came out. What the hail? Uh, that's the weather report, man. It's weird. It's, it's wacky. It's wacky out here. And uh, that's all I got. Thank you, Trent Bruce. No one does the weather report like you, and we love you for it. You know what they say. What Whenever, the hell? What the hell? I was trying to... <laughs> I was honestly trying to do a callback to what we said. Oh, yeah. You know what they say. It's a tale as old as time. Now it is time <laughs> for viewer and listener questions. This is the part of the show where you ask us exactly what needs to be answered. We give you the straight talk. We don't bullshit around. We tell you exactly what's up, answering all of your questions. Viewer and listener questions, starting off, this is from Lil Miss Steffi. 
This is for you, Tramp Bruce. Guacamole with chopped onions or nah? Yeah, I want to get your take on it too. I'm I'm cool with onions in the in the guac. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with anything in the guac. Mm-hmm. Well, not anything, but like onions, pico de gallo. Mm-hmm. Like you can make it. You can make like a chunky guac. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. To a certain extent, I would say with guacamole is as as long as it fits in the Mexican type food vibe. The more the merrier. Put more things in there. You know, I'm not I'm not against it. I'm also not. You know, I don't mind a. A mostly ingredients list guacamole. Guacamole is fucking great. Oh yeah, I could eat it by itself. But if, if, if the, the question chip... is, if the question is, will we eat guacamole if it has onions in it? The answer to that is, yeah, of course. Yeah, the thing about guacamole is, <clears throat> the reason we serve it with chips is just so you don't feel like a a slob just grabbing a spoon and eating it like applesauce because I, I, <laughs> I would do that with guac and hummus i love hummus too but you know you have to have a chips because that's the, it's socially acceptable to eat the entire bowl if you just scoop it out one at a time with a chip mm-hmm. but um you know if you don't if you don't uh you know if you eat it with a spoon you're a heathen there's something wrong with you you're like a psychopath but, uh, um, this question is coming in from Austin Boyce as we speak. Are we getting a commercial today? We are not getting a commercial today. I'm going to be a little bit more serious on the, on this one. We might be in the future. We have a meeting set up with somebody this coming Thursday, and I'm super excited about the potential or whatever's going to happen, but the connection that we are potentially making as a podcast. We do not have a commercial today. But I would love someday, Trent Bruce, to get back to doing those fake commercials because those were those were pretty fun. That was a, that was an enjoyable part of the of the day. Tough to do it live though because we would rehearse those sometimes. Yeah. yeah, you're right. We we need we need to pepper those back in. We need to pepper those back in. Um, what is your first restaurant and bar that you're going to hit once everything is back to normal? And that's from Old Mac Tiki. I, it's not going to be the first restaurant I'm going to hit, but it's the one I recommend that everybody else hits. Craig's Restaurant, West Hollywood, off Melrose. Fucking show up. I'm probably going to be there, and I'd love to see your face. But the first restaurant that I'm going to hit in real life, I can't think of it, so I'll pass it off to you, and I'll start thinking. <laughs> um, hmm. That's a great question. Uh I do miss, I, I do love a good umami burger. That's great. Sit down restaurant. It'd be nice to go to like a steakhouse. That would be nice. Um, bar wise, we already know that. You know, it'd be nice to go to the Mandrake. It'd be nice to go to, um, hell, even Bigfoot West or come up to see you guys. Well, you don't live there anymore. I was going to say Surly Goat, but you don't even live there anymore. But we can still hit that up. Um, I'll, you know what, man? I'll take a just. A, I'll even take like a shitty little diner or pizza joint. I just would like it to be like, it could be peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but in public with my friends, and I'll take it. Mm. So I don't know if that's a good answer for Mac, but <laughs> I'm just ready to not feel anxious. I'm um, I'm glad you said diner because it sparked my uh, my brain a little bit. I'm gonna go to Nick's on on Pico. That little, oh yeah, that little Nick's, diner. There you go. If they Joey make likes it, Nick's. I I fucking it's hope they make it, but. Um, I love. I know that place. there's a handful. There's a handful of spots I'm really worried about, like Gabe's Sports Bar, where we do karaoke. Like, there's no way that Gabe's made it through all this. Yeah. Right. 
those like divey spots. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Nix is open. We're just talking. We were just talking about um, where we're gonna go when things are back to normal. Um, okay. Uh, Q's got a question for you. Which which bunny is better, the Easter Bunny or the Energizer Bunny? I know that the Energizer Bunny is synonymous with the '90s, such like uh, like the Coca Cola Polar Bears or Saved by the Bell. Super iconic, but I gotta go with the Easter Bunny because this motherfucker poops out eggs. He's, <laughs> he's got Jesus he's on his side, and it's a mammal laying eggs, dude. It's a it's a mammal laying eggs. Yeah, it's a marsupial. And right, marsupial. That would be a marsupial. You're right. And um, well, it's there's there's two kinds of marsupials that do it. It's not all marsupials are just mammals with pouches. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, platypuses... <laughs> Which are awesome. That's a pocket. Yeah. A skin pocket. <laughs> but platypuses and echidnas are the two marsupials that lay eggs, which is wild. Mm. Anyway, um, I, I got to go with the Easter Bunny because although the Energizer Bunny seems to be able to last a long time, the Easter Bunny is immortal. So I think he's my favorite... And he's definitely far superior in in that respect. What do you think? Yeah, he's like the Floyd Mayweather. He'll, he, he's going to be around forever, just weaving. Uh, what's up, Molly? I think the Energizer Bunny is a little too extra for me. Like, the Energizer Bunny is uh, a little cracked out. He's got a little too many uh, shots of espresso. The Easter Bunny the Easter Bunny is a weird motherfucker, if you think about it. That's a weird dude. Yeah, but he only but shows up once a year, you know? Yeah, um, I did. As a kid, I really did love the Easter Bunny. I loved Easter. Easter egg hunts were a lot of fun. Um, finding candy, sometimes money. If you got the money eggs, man, that, that you were sitting high that day. Uh, let's see here. Um, um. <laughs> Jeff Jackson. We have a question in right now, Nick. Oh, okay. Jeff Jackson said, Your parents heard that you were arrested last night but didn't know why. What would they assume that you did wrong? That's a great question. <laughs> That's happened to me. Mine? <laughs> oh, it's too real. It's too real. Oh. What would you don't assume? have to talk about it. <laughs> mine, mine would definitely be like, I would, I would have just been... Loud and rowdy in public at, at a time where you should be in bed and quiet and asleep. Mm. I bet they would assume that it was some sort of physical altercation if it was me. Not that I've been in many fights or even like any fights, but I get I can get angry with people sometimes. <laughs> so I think that that's what they would <laughs> they'd probably assume that oh Nick finally went over the line. <laughs> <laughs> would probably be it um trent bruce this is from uh quincy o'neill again what is your favorite dessert oh that's i got a sweet tooth that's hard mm. i'm gonna say pound for pound cookies cookies damn yeah okay pound for pound what about you what about you? Are we so? Do we gotta just pick like a general thing, or can we be super specific think, with it? I think you can be specific, but I think you need to pick like a category. Right? Okay. Cookies, ice cream, cake, 
pie. Um, I guess I have to go ice cream because my number one is Moose Tracks ice cream. That's my number one. Yeah? That's my number one ice cream. Oh, yeah, dog. It's the fucking goat. So, dude, vanilla ice cream, fudge swirl, miniature peanut butter cups. What's not to like? Have you had the chocolate moose tracks ice cream? I have. It's I even better. <laughs> I prefer the vanilla. I do fuck with chocolate ice cream. <clears throat> but man, it's the mini peanut butter cups. You, you and, can't get, go wrong. But then they got the fudge swirl in it. Oh, Moose Tracks is the goat. Is the goat, dude. Favorite dessert, Moose Tracks ice cream. All right. I know you asked this of me, but I'm going to ask it to you first, and I will answer. What is the best 90s sports movie? We all know oh. the answer to this. If you say You're anything. You're going to say Space Jam. You should, too. What else is there? I'm. Hey, you know what I'm going to say, though? Hmm. The Sandlot. The Sandlot. I mean, it's, it's a good... Tough though, it's, a, it's, it's tough, though, man. It's a tough because that film. genre... That genre, when we were kids, was on fire, dude. NBA Jam, it was on fire. Mm-hmm. You had... Excuse me. Space Jam. The Sandlot. Uh, Rookie of the Year. I like... Remember the Titans. No, that was 2001, I think. I think that oh, was... Oh, okay. But, but... There was like I would loop that green. in there. I would loop that in there. You can't do that. It's two thousand. Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. You're right. All all of the Mighty Duckses. The fucking remember Big Green where they're playing soccer. Yep. With that redhead guy who's With, also in Sandlot. Yep. Porter. Yep. The catcher. Yeah, it's, there's some solid honestly, fucking though, '90s sports movies. Honestly, oh, is Brink, Brink? <laughs> is, that, is that Brink? Miracle, Johnny, I think, is post Johnny 90s, Tsunami. Right? I think I think Miracle is post nineties. Yeah, it is. Angels in the mother effing outfield, my guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Baseball movies alone crushed it. They did. They fucking did. Wasn't Sandlot? Sandlot's Field of, Field of Dreams was a nineties movie, I believe. Or was that late eighties? Early nineties. No, 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 no. I think early nineties. Really early nineties. What about Bull so. Durham? Was that early nineties? I would have to check. We need we need a, a a call. We need like an intern to do all our fact checking on the side here. Awful lot of baseball movies. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, a lot. Uh, but, League of Their Own. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: at the end of the day, Rudy. At the end of the day, none of these are based on the real life story of aliens coming to spa- uh, from outer space <laughs> to to Looney Tune Land and trying to threaten Michael Jordan with slavery. Nothing. Can 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 compare to that real life true story and the her- heroism that goes along with you know beaten aliens. Oh, also it's Matt true. Rice just said Prefontaine. That's a really good movie as well. Yeah, lots to pick from. Trent Bruce. Uh, you... Trent Trent Bruce. This question is from me. Choking. What I don't understand. What is that? You know what that means. Just answer the question. Are you, are you being weird? You know what that means. Answer the question. Uh, uh, I'm going to say no. <laughs> you Weirdo. God. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, dude. You, you were on one today, bro. 
Oh, man. Hey, you know, you can't ever get mad at us, man, because we are another shitty podcast. You can't get mad at us. So if we if we exceeded your expectations, wow, pat on the back. But at the end of the day, we're another shitty podcast. We so. are the human version of the Sour Patch Kids. We're the fucking sweet and sour, except for we're... I don't know, shitty or not shitty. That didn't that didn't really work out. Trent Bruce, what's up, Simka? What what do you not put on a burger? Here's a here's here's a funny thing because the other day I mentioned to you I I was at uh, Michael Jordan's restaurant and I had one of the craziest burgers of all time. It was a peanut butter and jelly mm. burger. It mm. was crazy. That sounds disgusting. Sounds like it makes no sense. But I'll tell you, it was amazing. It was incredible. Life-changing. With that said, the fact that I've had a peanut butter and jelly burger, one thing that you don't put on a burger, I don't know, man. Maybe, um, damn, that's tough. Um... I don't <laughs> ice cream. I don't know because <laughs> I I kind of just outed myself that I've had a peanut butter and jelly it's burger. Ki- it's kind of an open question. There's a bunch of shit you can't put on burgers, but like I think should we? I'm gonna answer this as if it's a thing that's on burgers that shouldn't be on burgers, and I'm gonna say onions. Fuck onions on burgers. Over it, especially the McDonald's kind that looks like little fucking larva just like on your burger they look like baby flies and shit and also thank you mark sipka for saying what the world needed to know the one thing that really doesn't belong on a burger is a veggie patty get the fuck out of here with your fake meat i I mean i wouldn't consider that a burger first and foremost but yeah trash is really what it is What is it? I still don't really even know what that stuff is. Nobody knows what it is. Um, it's just a bunch of fucking like collagen and chemicals. The weird thing is the stuff that looks like meat and it's like bloody and it's like beet juice or whatever the hell it is. That's mm-hmm. weird. Um. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'll say this, and I know a lot of people like them. I don't like pickles. I don't put pickles on my burger. Yeah. That's a great question. Why do we call it a hamburger? No idea. Because it's, it, it's from Hamburg, is it not? I thought it question. was from I thought it was from Hamburg, Germany. Maybe it's maybe it's not. Who knows? Someone Google that for us. Trent Bruce, do we have to cancel everyone that has Alex Jones Alex Jones on their show? And I'm asking this because oh our boy Andrew Schultz just had Alex Jones on the show, and you've been on record for saying that nobody. You won't support anybody who gives him a platform. So where do you stand? That's a great question. Wow, Nick's really getting at my goat today here. I think I think it's dumb. I um, he's he's uh, diet Rush Limbaugh, and I I don't support Alex Jones or people of that vein. And clearly, like, <clears throat> if you're having him on your show, you're wanting to get cl- clicks and clout and it's all sensationalized um i like andrew schultz all right some stuff that he's done i'm not crazy about but overall i've i've really enjoyed him 
and he's blown the blown the hell up. Um, I don't know, man. Um, I don't I don't think that type of entertainment's been around forever, though. Mm-hmm. Right, having outrageous types of people on, um, you know, just to get viewers and hits. Um, I'll probably still tune into his stuff, but I don't think I'll, I'll uh, do it as religiously as I was, um, because of that. Hmm. Schultz, but um, it's his show; he can do it every once, right? So, be- but because he had him on one time, you won't listen to most of the show from now on, whether it's him or I not. I think I'll, I'll think I'll go in. I think I'll go in with um. I'll be a little more hesitant to check out all his stuff. I don't think I'll be as gung ho about him, if that makes sense. Yeah, Tiger. Good... Just, he's just someone I don't agree with at all, and I think he's. But a huge Alex detriment. Jones is someone that you don't agree with at all. But Andrew yeah, Schultz has saying. a show that doesn't always have Alex Jones on. Is what I'm saying. Correct. So, Andrew Schultz's shows in the future with other people you won't listen to because he had had Alex Jones on before? I will be, I will not be as outwardly supportive or reaching out for his content as I was before. Cool. And this is the last what's, question. What's, what's what's your opinion? You ask me that and get me all riled up. Oh, what's your opinion? I think that, like I've said this many times, I think everyone should take more responsibility for their own beliefs and their own actions. And if that means that you can't listen to Alex Jones talk without losing your own mind or realizing that he's crazy. That's on. That's on that person. That's all. Also, I don't need to spend time or money or effort with people I flatly just don't agree with. Sure. You know. But what I'm saying is, you do like Alex. You did like Andrew Schultz. Yeah. I mean, your mom's. We're we're going down a rabbit hole here. Your mom's saying diversity of opinion. That's great. That's great. I'm I'm also not going to, you know, if you want to get outrageous with it, I'm not going to entertain people that are outwardly violent towards certain groups of people, outwardly bigoted towards sorts of group of people. Totally. It's a difference of opinion. Totally. But that doesn't mean I'm going to entertain them or, or spend my time watching them or spend money on them. Yeah, no. Alex Jones is a piece of shit. I know that. I'm, talk- I'm asking yeah. about Andrew Schultz. Alex Jones can... He's he's a terrible person. And there yeah. we you know, have it. If you if you don't like him, like Dave Chappelle said, you clicked on my face. I get paid millions of dollars from Netflix. Um, you can turn the channel. Boom. So that's what I'll say. Boom. If you don't like that Alex Jones is on Andrew Schultz's show, turn the channel. Turn the channel. There you go. There you go. I You're a human it. being. You got two. You got a brain and two hands. So you got free will and responsibility. <laughs> this is our last question of the day. This is from Uncle Jeff. Do we need to fit in? We're getting some. We're on the surface. That's like a you know you could brush it off. These are some. These are some deep questions today. Uh, I think we all have a desire, an innate desire, to have a tribe or a sense of belonging or a, a familial um, type of group, whether that's blood related or that's something that happens over time with like-minded people or people that are around your area right in the city that you live in right 
in terms of, I think that's a desire. I think we, we are social creatures. I think that's what separates us from a lot of other animals. We're very um, uh, social. Uh, is it a need? I say to some extent. I think there's only a handful of people that legitimately really thrive or want to be alone or want to be a lone wolf. I think in I think in all of us we want to have and this isn't even talking about any type of romantic or um dating scenario, just just kinship, just um um a familial thing with uh other people. So I think to an extent, yeah, we, we do we do need that. We do need as much as we need to um you know be healthy in the sense of like exercising and eating well. You know, we also need to take, you know, our mental needs to be healthy. And that comes with being social and that comes with um, having meaningful relationships. So, but also, you know, we're one of one, be yourself. So, and, you know, if you have good friends and good people around you, whether you fit in or not, they, they still love you for who you are. I know he was probably just being funny with that, but what do you think, Nick? <laughs> I, I fully support everything you just said, and I'll just wrap it up by saying, do we need to fit in? No. I agree with everything you said. Overarching? No. Be yourself. Be whatever that version is. And that is our... We missed a question. We did? We missed a question. Oh, shit. What did we miss? Best, best Nickelodeon cartoon. Oh shit! All right, I thought we were ending on a really poignant note, but hey, let's. <laughs> I want I want the hard answers, bro, and the soft answers. <laughs> See, when you say I want the hard answers, now it sounds sexual again. Hard hitting doesn't soft, sound soft, sexual, but hard answers sounds, sounds soft. Sounds weird too. Oh yeah, yeah. There's some. There's some about it. Just some about softness, you know. Yeah, I think Mr. Squarepants is the goat, right? Mr. Squarepants. Best Nickelodeon cartoons got to be. It's gotta be. You're talking the show, right? Or the character? You're talking about the show? SpongeBob SquarePants, the show, is pound for pound the goat of Nickelodeon cartoons. Hands down. Hands down. SpongeBob motherfucking SquarePants. (laughs) I think Hey Arnold's up there too. Um, I think Doug, the OG Doug. But which one? Because there was a Disney Doug. I like the Nickelodeon Doug, man. Is there an actual difference if you watched both and compared? It's a little... Is it? It's a little more Disney. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. I was a kid. Uh, oh, man. All right. Anywho. That's our listener and viewer questions. Thank you, everybody. Now we got to get into some news, and then we'll get out of here. I know we got a lot of stuff to do with our days. Um, who should we do first? What should we do first? Hit me, dog. going to send it over Send it over to Trent Bruce for this week in wrestling. This week in professional wrestling with your boy, Trent Bruce. Um, Wow, what a week it was. Uh, If any of you guys are even uh, slightly uh, wrestling fans, or perhaps you follow me on social media and your Explore page 
has a bunch of wrestling shit on it because uh, <laughs> your friends like wrestling. You've probably seen or heard about the botch of the century. The botch heard around the world. Uh, AEW had a pay-per-view this Sunday. AEW Revolution. The pay-per-view was very okay. It was fine. It was somewhat entertaining. The last match was supposed to be this gimmicky um, Japanese-inspired death match. That means barbed wire. That means gore. That means blood. That means explosions. Okay? The end of the match, you know, Kenny Omega, his his good brothers come out. They beat the snot out of John Moxley. You know? Um, <laughs> thanks, Jeff. Um, they beat the shit out of John Moxley. And, uh, you know, Kenny retains his world title. They leave. Then there's a timer. It was so corny. There's a timer that pops on the screen because it was advertised that the, the ring was going to blow up. And then a timer, like a ticking time bomb. And then um, John Moxley's old pal, Eddie Kingston, runs in to protect Moxley. He can't get him out. He's knocked out unconscious. So he just lays on top of him like you would like a fallen soldier with landmines all around you. And then on each corner of the ring post, there's supposed to be this giant explosion, all this smoke and fireworks. And it ended up being like a puff of smoke from every ring post. <laughs> Have you seen this clip yet, Nick? No, and I really want to. Oh, bro. I was on Twitter for hours. you got to see. I'll send it to you. It was so bad. And I feel awful for the the guys in the main event, and especially Eddie Kingston, who had to sell it. He goes, he's just told, go out there, protect your buddy, lay on him. There's going to be a big explosion. We'll, We'll cut the camera, and that's the end of the show. He has to sell the fact that nothing fucking blew up and he's just laying there and it's like a puff of smoke. And it was like, I mean, it was like, it looked like a couple of Roman candles, like in your uh-huh. <laughs> yard back home, <laughs> like during the 4th of July. It was bad. So what happened? And was it, did they just use the wrong pyros or did they fail? They haven't come out and said, um, exactly you know they could have gone a million different ways with this they could have like immediately apologized and put out a press release you know obviously hey guys that was a botch we messed up but they've tried to keep it kayfabe which i respect in a way and so now it's part of the storyline and after it went off the air john moxley cuts a promo in the ring because this is kenny omega's idea was this death match right so he Bear, you know, he's trying to bury Kenny Omega, and he's like, Kenny's a fine wrestler, but man, is he really shitty at building an exploding ring? And so that's how, that's how they like try to keep it kayfabe and keep it a part of the storyline because now they have to just go with it, right? Yeah. So whatever happens on camera, you have to kind of roll with it, and um, you know, and Eddie sold it. So, um, anyways, it was it was wild. Last night was their uh, weekly program. They tried to explain it a little bit, uh, shitting on Kenny a little bit. And then Kenny came out with all his goons and basically was like, uh, we did that on purpose. We wanted to hype this up and sell pay-per-views and make money because he's heel, right? And, you and you know, we wanted to take that away from all the fans. And ha, 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 you know, uh, Tony Khan thought he was going to have a great, that's like the Vince McMahon. Of AEW, Tony Khan thought he was going to have a great pay-per-view and all this stuff. And 
we really worked one over on you fans and we took all your money and um, you know made a laughing stock out of John Moxley and Eddie Kingston and da 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 it's like I don't know how you repair that simply it was just it was awful um, so they're trying to do that but I'm, I'm hoping they I think they're hoping people forget about it quickly um, yeah I don't mind how it was handled I don't know really how you would do it otherwise um, they kind of just played it up played up the the joke of it all mm-hmm. so that's why wrestling is very interesting and a fun thing to watch is because yes the outcomes are predetermined it's a TV show it's written out what's supposed to happen but things don't always go as they're planned and then you have to roll with it so that's cool um also at the end of uh AEW the inner circle split up MJF uh had a bunch of people come out he left the inner circle and they beat up Jericho and all his people um apparently inner circle is now all of a sudden going babyface so they're gonna be good guys and MJF I'm kind of okay with this because MJF's a young guy and he's they paired him with Jericho but he was so hot and he was so popular he like he didn't need Jericho like a lot of times you'll tack yourself to older talent um, to kind of put under the wing and get more face time but he's he's so good on his own so now it's gonna be like his team versus Jericho's team which I think is the right move um on NXT last night it was Adam Cole and Finn Balor for the title that was a good match um, Kyle O'Reilly came out at the end to kind of distract Adam Cole um, because the undisputed era is now separating and kind of costing the match there with a the distraction there's a lot of animosity there you're probably gonna see a Kyle O'Reilly Adam Cole program uh, and then lastly one last thing in wrestling why do all professional wrestlers when they're not just like in their ring gear fighting but they come out and they're doing an, a promo an interview um, announcers wrestlers commentators managers they just all dress like absolute garbage they dress like they got all their shit from like you know the tj maxx back home or like the kmart back it's like dude do you not have a wardrobe department do you not know that, that like you look like garbage like you look like it was popular 20 years ago like you look really bad there aren't a majority of them middle middle Americans, so they're like just dressing how middle America dresses. <laughs> but some of these guys are like, even like the old guys, I'm like, okay, like, you know, for guys, you pick a, an outfit or a look and you ride that out your whole life, right? Like the dad look, like mm-hmm. you just, okay, this is my vibe. I'm just going to ride this out my entire life. Is but it- even the, the, the younger guys, I'm like, you're in your t- 20s. What? That's, anyway, I don't know. Gino brings up a good point. If they dress like trash, everyone else is going to feel better about themselves. It's the it's the classic Derek Zoolander. Is that what he said? Models models make people feel good about themselves. They show them how to, <laughs> how to wear their hair in interesting ways. Hey, that Hansel, he's so hot right now. So hot right now. All right, Nick, what do you got for basketball? That was Will Smith. Y'all feel that? We got some news coming out of Miami. We'll get into that later. But first, the NBA All-Star Game happened. Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, they missed it because they had to do contact tracing with COVID-19 because their barber got it, and then they got haircuts. The dunk contest, it it sounds like they're fine at this point, but the dunk contest happened really uneventful, which 
has happened more often than not lately. If Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon aren't in it, it's going to suck. And Anthony Simons won the dunk contest with some very mediocre dunks, in my opinion. I don't really know what's going on with how they schedule the dunk contests and how they decide. The, the best dunkers in the league don't want to be in it anymore. It's just straight up. Zion doesn't want to be what? in it. Le- Why is that? LeBron's never been in it. It's because... It's too much of a gimmick? Is it too, like, boring? No. The ratings don't count for anything? No. You're you're thinking only in professional wrestling terms. That's, it has nothing to do with gimmicks or ratings or anything. It's just, it's mostly <laughs> legacy. And the way that the dunk contests go is seemingly anyone can win. They just decide. So if I had to guess, LeBron didn't want to get into a dunk contest and ever, and ever lose it have the possibility of him losing a dunk contest zion williamson i don't know why he's not in it because he's not he's still a rookie you could easily do it as a rookie and and lose and everything would be fine but i don't think that dude's gonna lose any dunk contest i don't know mm. zach levine's never doing another one and aaron gordon are never doing another one because they've both been robbed aaron gordon multiple times and zach levine i think once just by doing some of the most insane dunks the dunk contest has ever seen but they don't win the championship. I think the first robbery I remember was when Jason Richardson was supposed to get his third straight, and he'd have been the first ever to get three in a row. And they gave it to Fred Jones from Indiana. He was on the Pacers. And all Fred was doing was just doing one-handed dunks where he's just catching a lob from himself. And that was it. It was the most boring shit ever. But Jay Rich (laughs) went off the glass between the legs, and he would lose to this fucking dude who's just doing one-handed dunks because he threw it from the out of... It was... It just happens in the dunk contest where people just get robbed. Steph Curry stole the three-point shootout contest because that motherfucker is the best three-point shooter of all time. Put on a fucking clinic. I'm loving this sort of resurgence of Steph. Now that KD's gone and there's so much more emphasis on him having to be the man because also Clay's still hurt, he's living up to it. He's averaging more points, assists, rebounds, steals than he did in his most recent MVP season. You love to see it. Yeah, you love to see it. Joins the three-point shootout, owns it, fucking pones it. The dude's the dude's fucking great. You love to see it. And then Team LeBron beat Team um, uh, KD in the All-Star game, yeah. and I think everybody saw that was going to happen anyway because they just had a better squad. But Giannis won Team uh, won. MVP of the All-Star game because he set a record for going 16 for 16 on field goals, made three three three-pointers. Made three three three-pointers. What's hilarious about him is that he banked two of them. The dude's so trash, he got lucky on two of those three. It's just, he's just such a bad shooter, but it's still cool. And I know that some HBCUs made a lot of money off of that and some some other schools did as well. Outside of the All-Star game, Blake Griffin has officially signed with the New Jersey Nets. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. On paper, this net squad is supposed to be absolutely stacked, but it'll be interesting to see what kind of Blake Griffin they actually get. Was he toning it down in Detroit because Detroit sucks and he wanted to get out of there, or is he slowly getting old, or even not even slowly, rapidly aging and yeah, um, not the player he used to be? So we will see. KD's still out with the Nets, so hopefully he'll be back and we'll get to see what is actually going on. They announced, the NBA announced the Hall of Fame inductee um, nominees. Not not who's going to go in, but who's been nominated, and that list includes Ben Wallace, 
Chris Weber, Paul Pierce, Chris Bosch, Lauren Jackson, Yolanda Griffith. A lot of great NBA players, and I'm excited. I'd love to see Ben Ben Wallace get into the Hall of Fame. After averaging yeah, just shy of six points a game, this motherfucker has four Defensive Player of the Year honors, was an absolute beast. Detroit basketball, when it used to be good. Missing the He's cut, though. He's got a though, ring, yeah. He does have a ring. Missing the cut, though, was uh, Chauncey Billups and Rip Hamilton from that same squad. So they, they missed the cut. Maybe they'll be up for it uh, later on, and I, and I hope they will be. I think Chauncey for sure has got to be into the Hall of Fame at some point. Chris Webber doesn't have a champ, does he? Chris Webber does not have a championship. He was on a really good Sacramento team that eventually lost to the Lakers. That They, they said could have done it. But also, this is only for my Michigan people, Swin Cash also left off the inductee list. So hopefully she'll get into that. She was the fucking woman for, for the Detroit Shock. And we went to watch her play at our eighth grade field trip. It was freaking awesome. Nice. <laughs> Last but not least... This week in basketball, Myers Leonard has been officially fined $50,000 and has an an indefinite leave of absence from the Miami Heat. He, for those who don't know, was injured this pretty much this entire season, but he was caught and not even not even really caught, just blatantly said an anti-Semitic word um, in a chat room or whatever they're called for video games. I don't know what the fuck those Twitch things feed. are called. Twitch feed, there we go. Um, and so I think the social, social media world is calling for him to be canceled. He definitely needs to be, he needs to learn from this. It was awful. It's definitely something he should have never said. Yeah. It's, yo, that's, we talked a lot about this before we even got on here. Yeah. Absolutely trash ass statement needs to be condemned. I I worry that a lot of the 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 shit that someone like him says or anybody in those Twitch feeds says is just what is allowed inside of these video game chat room things. I mean he he said this case in point the 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 anti-Semitic word he said was immediately followed by bitch. And preceded by bitch, and it's just it's just all of these people in these chat rooms using the most vulgar language fucking imaginable. And we know this growing up when they started doing oh, Xbox yeah. Live when that really hit when we were in college. Dude, it's the worst, man. The shit that you would hear on there, the amount of ten year olds you would hear just throwing out the n word, or because there's no ramifications, calling, there's no yeah. there's no checks on people, and so it's so become like, this part of of video game culture where it's just allowed. And so my my opinion on this is all of what he specifically said aside as a public figure you should be you should you got to be able to reel it in and not even just be saying anything bad. You got to know people are watching you. And then yeah. also as as a real person that's not a public figure, what the fuck are you doing saying anything like this to anybody? Yeah. yeah. It's bad, man. So we'll see what happens. His it's career... A, it's a bigger problem, that's for sure. Without, yeah. a, without a doubt. And the Jewish community, more than any community ever, has been just obliterated by anti-Semitism or discrimination, I mean, prejudice. That's in, that's in every area of life and, right. and sector and business and everything, you know. 
Um, so it's we'll see what happens. His his career is probably over. He was never really a, a star by any means, and he was a bench guy. And yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to come back from it. But hopefully, there's a lesson for him to learn here somewhere, or or yeah. everybody else. Because Jesus, get your shit together. That's this week yep. in basketball. Sending it over to Trent Bruce for this week in hip hop. I have a song. If you don't, do it. <coughs> <laughs> oh my god there you go this week in music and hip-hop uh you just heard it i'm so freaking excited about this anderson pock bruno mars project um bruno mars was someone i slept on for a while and uh he was very poppy and uh he's put out a handful of songs in the past several years that i really am into uh, and they're just fun songs. Uh, Anderson Pock, I think, is a generational talent. Um, what a cool, what a cool dude that guy is. Uh, he's a drummer who's also the frontman um, and singer. Um, them together is gonna make this amazing, amazing, like soulful uh, album. I think, uh, I think that first song almost sounds like a a young, like Michael Jackson kind of era of music. So, um, very excited for that. And uh, I only have one other note, and it's that Rick Ross is still the motherfucking boss. That's all I gotta say. Hustling, hustling, hustle, hustling, <laughs> hustling, 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 hustling. How many layup lines did you do to that song, Nick? All the layup lines were to that song. All of them. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was this week's episode of Another Shitty Podcast. That was episode 42 of The Quarantine. Thank you so much for joining me, Nick Grace, and him, Trent Bruce. We do this every Thursday at noon on Instagram Live. If you miss us live, we always have the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and Pocket Casts. We have it anywhere you could possibly want to listen to it. And that means you, Lolo Jones. You need to be tuning in, too. We didn't forget about you. Everybody, (laughs) thank you so much for listening. We love you. We'll see you in a week. Talk to you soon. Have a good week, guys. We keep on coming back I'm in the distribution I'm like Atlantic I got the motherfuckers flying across the Atlantic I know Pablo Pablo, Noriega The real Noriega He owe me a hundred favors I ain't petty nigga We buy the whole thing See most of my niggas really still deal cocaine My roof back My money ride I'm on the pedal, show you what I'm running like When they snatch black, I cry for a hundred nights He got a hundred bodies, serving a hundred lights